Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nernet. I'm Trisha Bobita. And I am Greta Johnson. And this week, our guests are Ann Friedman and Aminatou So, the hosts of Call Your Girlfriend. We're calling it Call Your Nerdette. It's the mashup you didn't know you needed, but you definitely (laughs) do. Call Your Girlfriend is an incredible show. It is called the podcast for long-distance besties everywhere. So let's get to it. We're going to talk about how to keep in touch with your bestie, how politics is personal, how feminism is always changing, and how they manage to talk about periods without being oversharing. Amina and welcome to Nerdette. Thanks for having us. Hello. <laughs> so I thought we should start at the beginning with the Call Your Girlfriend origin story. We should have this better prepared. I know. <laughs> wow. God made heaven and earth. <laughs> oh, you're starting at the beginning. <laughs> the, I respect that. the word that. was <laughs> on the like, eighth day. Yeah, I was like, I don't know the Bible. God um, created USB mics. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 1985 um, in a small town in West Africa. Um, well, I think it's. I think Gina planted the idea. Your producer. Yes, Gina Delvac. Um, because she is experienced at all things audio. But then the email record shows that Months later, we went back to Gina and we're like, we're ready to talk about it. Is that right? That's how I remember it. Yeah. Ann and I have collaborated on a bunch of smaller things. And I guess there was an impulse to want to work in a different medium, which is probably why we went back to Gina, the audio genius. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think it, it all happened like fairly organically over the course of a lot, probably like more than a year, like deciding that we were ready to do this. I would also like to say that like this was before everybody had or wanted a podcast. It was pre-serial and like it was the fact that Gina had radio background and could kind of plant this seed that I think um, is what got us thinking and talking about it. And then really after we figured out what the name should be and um, after Amina bought the URL on her phone where we were, <laughs> while we were driving somewhere together in L.A., that's like when it became real. We were like, oh, okay, now that we have a URL, yep. we can contact yep. yeah. Gina. If the URL is available, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Right. It's a good rule for most projects. We didn't yeah. check like all of the social media handles, but we did get the URL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that counts for something yeah. for sure. Well, and there was also, like, the very real-life factor of the fact that you guys just, like, were in different places and missed each other, right? Yeah, but that had been the case for a while. So, yes, like, that is true. Um, But I feel like Gina was just like, yeah, you guys should just do your thing and have a conversation. You know, honestly, I think that's what it was. It was like, she was like, you should have a conversation. And we are in the habit of the way that we cultivate our long-distance relationship have always, like, checked in in this way Hmm. where there is an agenda of things that you have to talk about that's like, what are all the things we G-chatted about today that need to be debriefed? And what are, um, you know, kind of your, like, your values around, like, having a friend, like, a friend that you want to be close that doesn't live near you? And so I think we were pretty good about making time to see each other in person, 
but really just being in touch about things that were both personal and not personal. So, yeah, we definitely had speaking of emails, like there were chats and email threads that's like, oh, put this on the agenda for our next call, like years before we had a podcast, like it was a convention. I in our friendship. That. I mean, obviously, it was not as formal as what we do now for the podcast, which Lowell calling our podcast formal. <laughs> but it's very formal, and I put pants on to talk to you. <laughs> no, you don't. That's true. I don't. It's the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. Don't have to wear real pants. <laughs> but it is sort of rooted in things that we'd been doing in our friendship for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you mean you had a literal agenda? Like, did one of you keep written down somewhere? Or, like, was there a, it's like a, a G- Google it's Doc like or something? It's like a Gchat thread yeah. where we right. would say, oh, I'm going to call you later. Here are the, like, Man. here are the five things I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Right. Because otherwise you forget. Yeah, totally. That's funny because I can't tell you how many conversations, like, especially with my very, like, my friend Liz, it's constantly like, what was I going to tell you? Right. There were so many Write things that I wanted Write to tell you. Down. I'm going to start writing it. Down. I'm going to make us a Google Doc that's just, like, agenda. Mm. And we're going to hash it out. Ours is called the Vagenda now. You know, which I, I wish we had invented that <laughs> way back in the day, but it was a newer, newer iteration. I always felt weird about the word agenda as a child because it sounded so much like the word vagina to me and I didn't know what to do. Maybe you should just make a Vagenda podcast. I would oh, listen to that. The Vagenda. Vagina, vagina agenda. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Okay. I need to get laid. <laughs> I need to take over the world. I yep. need to get paid. I need to relax. <laughs> yeah. It's just the same list every time. And those are it. Exactly. Those are the key things, right? Exactly. Get laid, get paid, take over the world and relax. Yeah, <laughs> I would listen to a podcast about those things. Yeah. That's my personal 10-year goal. So Yeah, you man. Know. That's on <laughs> brand. It's totally on brand. So, Anne, you mentioned that you guys started this podcast. This is like a pre-serial situation. Um, the podcast landscape has changed a lot over the last like three or four years. But I wonder how much you think the podcast has changed. Do you think that it has evolved as a creature on its own, too? I think that it it is more professionalized, for sure. That feels new. So I think that internally it has changed. Externally, I think that it it is formalized in the sense that there are segments now. Mm. Even if we don't always keep to them. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think that also just seasonally we talk about a bunch of different things. So I think that we're talking about politics a lot more. And I mean, like the day to day of politics, I think that we think that everything that we talk about is actually politics, whether it's beauty or pop culture or or money, like all of that stuff is politics. But I think that the day to day of the horse race of politics, we are covering more um, just because of the times we live in. Yeah. And I do. I mean, early on, you know, Gina would be like, you guys got to explain who this person is who you just talked about for 20 minutes. Like, mm. you can't talk about someone right. for 20 minutes and then never say, <laughs> By they're the way. an actor blah, blah, blah. Or the, this is the article we're referring to. You know, it was like... Yeah. Get on my level. <laughs> we, <laughs> I know, it's true. Like, it was almost too too close to a private conversation at first in terms of not setting things up. But. Yeah, that's, that's a, like a tricky host thing to do that, like, is still kind of difficult for me, too, but is also, like... I don't want to run the risk of making someone feel left out because they don't know who Melly Grant is or whatever. But also who? Google. <laughs> but also Google. I yeah, know, but totally. who's listening to a podcast and pausing to write me? I do that. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm like, I actually, what is this thing? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, later. I do it all the Never time. Never mind. I do that. More people should do that. Yeah. Uh, that's me listening to Fresh Air every right? day. Right. One of these days, there's going to be an app where you can just like tap the thing and then it hyperlinks to the. If you are from Fresh Air and you're listening to this, <laughs> that's what you should do. You should make an app that's like, here are the here are the books that we discuss. Here's where you can buy them. Here are the movies we discuss because I'm. I'm always writing them down. But, you know, I think the other thing, too, that's probably changed the most is that now we have an awareness that we are not just talking to each other. 
Ooh, I think that that's for, really interesting. For a long time, and I think that the lack of explaining really came from that. Yeah. Was this, this right. is for Anne's ears only, right. mm-hmm. or like our six friends who are listening? Right, right. right. And then I, you know, which is such a naive and like kind of dumb way to do a podcast about <laughs> that a lot of people listen to. I don't. I mean, I think that's why it has so much appeal too, though, right? Because it's like they feel like they're in a conversation with you, like they're in the room hearing this. And you're just talking to each other like you would. I think that's what makes it so magical, actually. Hey, thanks. Strengths are also weaknesses. <laughs> right. very, uh, like... <laughs> it's too real. Yep. That's funny. Do you guys think that your feminism has changed over the course of the show, too? In some way, my feminism is always changing. Like, right. it's, yeah. it's definitely something, like, I think of it as, like, a, a way of thinking about and being in the world, I don't think of it as like a destination or like a fixed thing. Like it's not, that's why I always struggle when, when people are like, what's your definition of feminism? And it's like, well, (laughs) um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a framework, um, in many ways. And it's like a call to action. And I think that depending on the time, the time we're living in and like the privileges and resources at my disposal and all these other questions that come into play, the level of education I have, how much Googling I've been doing, (laughs) Um, my personal like thoughts on like how to live as a feminist in the world Mm -hmm. are changing hopefully all the time. Like I hope I'm always like getting better. I feel that the definition actually is fine. There is it. It's simple enough that there is nothing confounding about it. I think that the challenge really is to live up to those ideals and to be as inclusive as you can. I think that for me, probably that is what has changed in what I consider the definition of equality mm-hmm. or who mm-hmm. I consider to be people mm-hmm. at large. And and really, what is that? And I think that you're right. It's not a destination. It, it's a fight for freedom that honestly is is never going to end. And I think that for as long as humans are evolving, that framework will change. But I do think that it provides a framework that makes it feasible and it makes you a smarter person. Oh, my God. 100 percent. Yeah. Like we talk about menstruation a lot on the show, which like one way to look at it is just like, ew, blood and periods. And, you know, and and to be fair, like one reason that we do it is for self-selecting reasons. It's like, guess yep. who's not getting harassed on their podcast? Because oh. like who's going to listen to like 10 minutes of us? Yeah, like just, which trolls want to sit through us talking about clots? Yeah, about like chunks coming out of your body. Oh my God, we but, don't talk enough about bleeding on Nerdette. So this is just so good right now. Pro-tip. Right, you know, so, like, so part of it is that, right? Where you can just be like, ew, periods, the gross. But then you actually, then you start asking the question questions of like, well, like there are parts of the world where thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of women don't get to go to school because of uh, menstrual hygiene issues that they're experiencing. Then there is also the question of like, actually, like not all women get periods and you don't have to you don't have to have a period to be a woman like that's not like biology Mm -hmm. doesn't define gender. And so having just that framework to talk about it. And being able to be open about it and gross and funny and sometimes, like, really sad. We talk a lot about um, medical issues mm-hmm. around menstruation and things like that. And the feedback is always positive because the truth is that we don't talk about them Right. Enough. Yeah, it reminds me of something Catelyn Moran likes to talk about a lot, which is just that idea of, like, you talk about the gross things so that they're, they're not taboo anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it's only by, like, bringing this shit up that we're 
like actually making it less of a thing every time. I mean, they're only gross because they're like vagina issues. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, prostate sound pretty gross to me, but we're, you know, I'm pretty up on that side. So So the show, I mean, the framework of the show is that this is a conversation between the two of you. This is very intimate. I mean, you're talking about clots. I wonder without... It was just the most recent example. We don't actually talk just, about feelings. We only talk about fluids that leak out of fluid. our bodies. It's like, I was like, we just call intimate. our feelings clots now. What did you eat today? What came out of your body today? Yeah. Let's talk about it. What went in, what came yeah. out. That's it. What came out of your body today? Decent segment idea. I know. That's a TV show I would watch. Oh, my God. No. There's a British TV show where they just show poop all day. No. It's like amazing. Really? Yeah. And then they're like, well, there's a problem with your diet. It's actually fascinating. Can I tell you guys, I found a piece of poop on my bathroom floor the other day it was either the cat or the dog and i don't know which one and neither of them will tell me (laughs) wow this is is exactly why i'm not a pet person i'm never like i found some poop and i don't know who it belongs to it was a weird it was a weird little mystery i'm like this is why i live alone if there is poop on my floor it's my own (laughs) you're like what did i do at least i have pets right it wasn't like what happened here last night Uh. (laughs) oh my god but this is all to ask you guys Do you have a metric for, like, actually, this is something that I should not put on this podcast that a bunch of people are listening to, even though it feels like it's just you and me talking to each other? I mean, like, issues-wise, I don't think so. We're not, like, Israel, no. Right, right. No, I mean, personally. I mean, in terms of, like, the things you're willing to share about yourself and, like, the poop you may be found on your bathroom floor. Bad example. I mean, that stuff I don't care about. I feel like it's tough for me, both in things I write about and in terms of what we talk about on the podcast— to talk about or express an opinion on something that I still feel unresolved about, Mm -hmm. you know, or talk about something I'm going through when I'm still trying to make sense of it myself. And so I think um, when it comes to talking about feelings or things that I have been through or we have been through that are difficult, like for me at least, um, if I'm talking about it, it's because I feel some kind of closure or some kind of clarity or like I kind of – I feel okay about it. Um, which isn't to say I talk about everything that I feel okay about, but that's the criteria. And if I'm still working through something, it's like too tender for the podcast. Yeah, too tender for the podcast is another. <laughs> that's that's the book we should release every. It's like oh, the NSFW too tender. Yeah, you know I think like we're definitely not oversharers, even though it seems that way. If anything, we are undersharers, <laughs> which I kind of love. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I think that you're right. Unless, like, the issue is resolved or I feel like I have something constructive or positive to say about it or that it's not just, like, feelings. Like, this is a thing that affects just me. It takes a while to get there. Coming up, I'm going to jump into the conversation and make everybody play a game. <laughs> it's our version of a problematic game show of the past, but we want to know which pair of co-hosts know each other better. Should I tell them who won right now? No. <laughs> You're listening to Call Your Nerdette. The Nerdette Call Your Girlfriend Super Special. <laughs> Colon, Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay, before we let you go, we also want to play a game, but we need a game show host, which means Justin, our producer, is stepping up. Thanks so much, Trisha. (laughs) Very lovely, very lovely to be here. Now, you all host somewhat similar podcasts that feature co-hosts who aren't just co-hosts, they're friends. 
But we're going to test how well you know your co-host, a la TV Guide's 10th greatest game show of all time, The Newlywed Game. <laughs> Here's the rules. We've asked the same set of questions to both Trisha and Anne. We're going to see how well Greta and Amina can answer them. Now, originally, we took questions from actual episodes of The Newlywed Game, but it seems the purpose of that show was to inflict pain on loved ones. <laughs> so we had to take a little bit of a different tack. Amina and Greta, are you ready? I guess so. I guess so. All right. Great. <laughs> then let's play No, your co-host! So before we begin, um, Amina, how long have you two been co-host? We... I don't know. How long have we been co-hosts? Three years? How long have we been doing this podcast? Almost four. Wow. Almost Three four years. Half. Wow. Congratulations. This is a classic newlywed game icebreaker question. But we've been friends for longer than yeah, that. Yeah. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. How long have that. you guys been friends? Almost 10 years. Oh, see, yeah. And Greta, how long have uh, you two been co-hosts? We have been co-hosts for almost 4.5 years, Ooh. but we were not friends before we were co-hosts. Ooh, can I ask? When did you become friends? I think it was the day we decided we were going to start making a podcast yes. because we were too awkward to say, let's be friends. So we said, let's make a podcast. Oh, nerdy lady. Yeah. Let's work together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's collaborate. I'm yeah. into it. So here we are. All right. Now let's get started. First question. <laughs> to, sorry to cut everyone off. This is... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm like this first time co-host. All right, let's do this. Doing great, Justin. Doing great. <laughs> oh, dear. Amina, how uh-huh. do you think Anne finished uh-huh. this statement? This is your co-host speaking. Oh, if God. Amina had a different career, it would be blank. If Amina had a different career, it would be blank. It would be blank. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, if Amina had a different career, it would be talk show host. Oh. Did you get You're a radio host? You're already a host. No. I'm so sorry. That what did she say? Like the alternate universe. You. What did she say? The correct answer was Fortune 500 CEO. Oh, that's oh, good. That's nice. That's good. You know, I should have leaned in. You're right. I'm You're right. Saying, this I is do. A world no, and you were right. Talents are not being utilized. And you warm. know me better than I know myself. You were right. You were right. You're always reading those business books. It's because I don't like fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm glad wow. that we're sitting the way we are because Greta reads all the fiction so and I read all the business books. Yeah, Trisha loves business books. <laughs> we just did a high five for business books. <laughs> that was a high five for business Like, I need to read. I can't read Harry Potter. I'm going to oh, read a no. business book. Man, I'm on my third reading of Harry Potter currently. It's too many anyway, pages. It's a lot. I'm listening. It's different. <laughs> all right, Greta, same question. This is your co-host speaking. If Greta had a different career, it would be blank. A bookstore person. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm so sorry. That was also incorrect. What it was running think? a yoga retreat. That's pretty good. I mean, I would love to do that. I think I'm actually too uptight. Well, maybe that's... You need that organizational <laughs> <Yeah>. structure <laughs> if you're running the retreat. You want your ethos to be yoga retreat right. but you run but a run, I run shit. <laughs> I'm in charge. Yeah, you're in charge of yoga. You know, this is just a case of our co-host knowing us better than we know ourselves. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, that's probably what. It may very well be. We will continue to find out. Next question, <laughs> Amina. If Amina were filling herself a pinata, she would probably fill it with blank. Whoa. If Amina were filling a pinata for herself, <laughs> she would probably fill it. What kind of monster blank. fills up their own pinata? First of all. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to be strategic here. I should have thought about this better. 
If I were filling up my own piñata, I would fill it up with my favorite snacks and money. <laughs> what is your favorite snack? Get more I know. That's why I don't want to get specific no, no, because I feel a like. A more specific. Okay. Well, you know, just if you had to put a snack in a piñata. Oh, this is so hard. If I, you know how indecisive I am. <laughs> also, they don't come in good like piñata size. That's okay. Ooh. That feels like a hint. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. I'm going to take the pass. Oh, it was exotic gummies. <laughs> Damn, that's good. You're always okay. special ordering them. <laughs> You're right from Amazon. <laughs> I think I'm just bad at games. Wait, <laughs> what is an exotic gummy? <laughs> so, you know how there's just regular Haribo, yeah. like for regular people? Yeah. I like to go the full spectrum of the worldwide array of Haribo situations. Oh, yes. Germany has some really good ones. France has some really good ones. <laughs> wow. Because they're not great. into... Yeah, it's like, you know... All right, Greta. Let's <sighs> ask sorry you the I same, failed you. Let's ask you the same question. Uh, Greta's going to fail too, so it's fine. Yeah, How do you totally think Trisha am. answered this question? If Greta were filling herself a pinata, she would probably fill it with blank. I don't know. <laughs> I really like the money answer. Yeah. Um, can I just say something with chocolate? No, you got to guess uh, Oh, it's, I think not specific enough. <laughs> So sadly, it was Mary Johnson's cookies. Oh your yes, mother. yes, yeah. I mean, I feel like cookies would be weird to put in a pinata, but those are the best ever. So, listen, yes. we are the kinds of friends that if I had to make a decision on your deathbed about like what you would want, I would get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Snacks, on the other hand, I'm really chill about not getting right. It's the big things that count. That's, I, I appreciate yeah, that. I'm like a power of attorney type of friend. Oh my sure. god, Trisha like, is literally my power. <laughs> Guys, you know what I'm saying? I'm actually her power of attorney. Yeah, yeah. There was and an some incident. of my 401k paperwork. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she I handles my financials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge if she's hospitalized. <laughs> yep. See. All Goodness. right, Amina. Next question. Uh, okay. How do you think Anne answered this question? If there were a movie about her life, Amina's character would be played by blank. If there were a movie about oh, her life, my Amina's own character. Life. Be played by Blank. <laughs> this is so hard. I was going to say Drew Barrymore because that's my answer for everything. Mm. But we want to win, baby. I know. We want to win. So <laughs> who's going to get you that Oscar? <laughs> who's not Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> I love that I also just want to be played by white women. <laughs> that is correct. It was Meryl Streep. Yes! Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry, Meryl Streep. Sorry, Meryl Streep. <laughs> She All can right. really do Call your girlfriend she has do, taken the everything. lead. That's the uh, first correct answer. Yeah, first correct first answer correct of the answer. game. I know, so finally. Greta, how do you think Trisha answered this question? If there were a movie about their life, Greta's character would be played by blank. This is really hard and I don't like it. So Look I'm, at me. You know the answer. Is it Lucille Bluth? <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> Jessica Walter. Wait, <laughs> Lucille Bluth herself? <laughs> I guess I kind of spoiled the broth and- you didn't name the actress. Or but. the actress that plays Lucille Bluth. Amazing. Because those are both great answers. <laughs> All right, I we're think t- it's Lucille herself, actually. <laughs> Jessica Walter is oh, the correct that's answer. that's amazing. Excellent Yay, job. Cool. We, we are tied, so this is Ooh, the tie-breaking question. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not going to go well. Yeah, we Amina, do, we how do, do you think Anne answered this question? Mm-hmm. Amina's strangest hidden talent is blank. Uh, Amina's strangest hidden talent is blank. So easy. I don't have any strange talents, and none of my talents are hidden. Wait, what? Correct. What? That is, she said, trick question, none of her talents are hidden. (laughs) 
That was Anne's answer. That was actually spooky. Oh my god, <laughs> that was real good. I, that was amazing. That was <laughs> it's not about to happen. All right, for the tie. Weird, Greta. How do you think Trisha would answer this question? Greta's strangest hidden talent is blank. Picking clothes off the floor with my toes. Ooh, that's a good talent. It's not the right one. Though. Did you know about that? Sorry, no. Sadly, it was playing the oboe. What? Oh, but it's the bassoon, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Well, that is a That's good like note. A negative point. We had a whole episode about it. <laughs> I'm on a lot of cold meds today, you guys. I'm just going to give myself. An it is a double read. Anna and Amina, you have successfully won. Uh, know your co-host. Wow. Trisha, should we just blame the elbow fiasco on the fact that you were heavily medicated that day with your cold? Yeah, I definitely was in a fever dream <laughs> state <laughs> thanks to a very nasty cold during that game show. Also, can we make Oboe Fiasco the name of our hip-hop group? Yes. Where you play oboe. But I don't play the oboe. And I'm a fiasco. <laughs> I didn't say you currently play the oboe, but bassoon fiasco is not as good a name. That's true. It would be bassoon typhoon, I think. No? No. (laughs) Not as good? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Well, we lost, but I would still like to call it a close game. I mean, that's not how it works. We (laughs) lost pretty badly. Congratulations to the Call Your Girlfriend co-host. Yes, they did a good job, and they actually give some pretty excellent homework, too, so stay tuned for that. You're listening to Nerdette, this week with twice as many (laughs) co-hosts. And now, homework. My two pieces of homework are, one, you should watch the TV show Chewing Gum on Mm. Netflix. It's fantastic, and it's created by this uh, British woman named Michaela Cole, who is really funny and writes uh, the entire show herself and stars in it as well. It's British TV, so it's only seven or eight episodes, which is great. <laughs> there are only two seasons. They're both on Netflix. And yeah, she's a fabulous like black British woman, and uh, you should support her. My other homework is that you should make a financial goal for next year oh, for yourself. No, no matter your eyes. No matter how big or small, whether it's like finally checking your bank account every day or having a savings goal in mind or talking to somebody about getting your finances right. But um, money issues are really important for women and it actually doesn't matter how much money you make. It's something that you should be attuned to or rather you don't have to make a lot of money to care about your money, but we should all be making a lot of money. And so make a financial goal, stick to it. That's super real, but appreciated. Mm. And what do you got? I have two things. I don't, they're both kind of fun and kind of serious. Um, Perfect. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the high and the low. Real I know, life. I just un- unintentionally. The first one is personal friend and friend of the podcast, Beth Pickens, has a book coming out called Your Art Will Save Your Life, which is very much related to getting your money right. It's like for artists thinking about the kind of stuff artists don't like to think about. But then it also has this component of answering questions like, does all my art have to be political now? Like what happens when everyone in my artistic community is like, you know, totally freaking out and traumatized by things that are happening? She really like breaks down, here are some good places to start as a political person. Here's how to get your money right. And here's how to keep making amazing art. And it's short. 
Um, so that is coming out from Feminist Press. And then my other recommendation is the Small Victories newsletter, which is links to good, positive, small steps toward like good change um, news roundup. And uh, it is honestly like I open it every week because even if I don't read the whole thing, just like opening three tabs of that is a nice tiny way to start counterbalancing the horror show of like other social media right now. So run by also two fabulous women. Yay. That is excellent homework. Amina and Anne, thank you so much for coming on Nerd Out. This was really fun. Thanks for having us. Thanks. I hope the game wasn't the worst. I mean, it was, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. There you go. It was okay. Wow. Like most games. It was okay. <laughs> Your additional piece of homework is to listen to Call Your Girlfriend. Also, to call your girlfriend. Whoa, that's meta. Call any sort of person, friend. Call someone. I don't talk to people on the phone anymore. I should do that more. Mm. I'm an avid texter. Yeah, sometimes I call you just to hear your voicemail. (laughs) What? Well, I know you're not going to pick up. Oh, yeah, no, I don't answer my phone. (laughs) Well, because you know why I don't answer my phone usually, don't you? Because of student loans? (laughs) Yes. That was more real than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you set it up, man. No, it's because my phone, when I put it up to my ear, I can't hear. Oh. So unless I am in a situation where I can speak your phone, I can't really hear the person who's calling me. So I usually need the time, even if I'm going to call the person right back mm. to like get into a conference room or not be outside anymore or something. Sorry to out you about the student loans. I mean, I'm paying them. <laughs> But there's a lot of them. Can I offer another piece of homework? All right. That's a lot of homework, but go ahead. It's not that much. Listen to Call Your Girlfriend, Call a Friend, and read this book called The Best Kind of People, which is written by Zoe Whittall. It was recommended to me by Samantha Irby, and that's how you know you got to read it. Oh, okay. Anytime there's Irby-related homework. Yep. Yep. The Best Kind of People. We'll post it on our Instagram, too. The show is produced by us, Trisha Bobita and Greta Johnson, with help from Justin Bull and extra engineering assistance this week from Daniel Musisi. We're welcoming a new executive producer onto Nerdette, Brendan Banizek. Seems like a good nerd so far. And that means that we are saying farewell to our beloved Joel Meyer, whose role on this show has been as musical as it has been German. Bitte entschuldigen Sie mein Schlechtes. It's the major label debut you can't ignore. Please excuse my poor German. You can trust him. He's a worthy. Okay. Winterfell. Sorry, I fucked that up. Thank you very much for the help on the show, Joel. You'll be missed. Our intern is B. Aldrich. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on NPR One, or listen in the WBEZ app. The other thing that is super amazing and helpful is if you leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, like the wonderful Skimisha 102 and Terriel Sell did. I think these two are just to get back at us last week for having that person's just easy name, you know? Terriel Sell. Sounds like a Star Trek situation. Yeah, it does. Quickly, to the Terriel Sell. (laughs) I like it. I like it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at Nerdette Podcast. Our theme music is by Pottington Bear. Do your homework. Do your homework. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer Podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, 
crew and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.